It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform, Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there and welcome to the Cultivating Her Space podcast, live Her Space chat on Spotify Greenroom. I'm Terry Lomax, speaker, author, brand strategist, and one half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast, which has new episodes every single Friday and bonus video content for each episode on Patreon every Thursday night. You can find us on most platforms where podcasts are played. And if you listen on Spotify, you can get our exclusive after show in app every single week. Now, if you'd like to start your own podcast and you're interested in making multiple streams of income, but you need a little guidance, you can register for my free podcasting masterclass at podcastwithterry.com. If you are tuning in live, you can click the area below ask to speak and drop us some hearts right now to let us know that you are ready for the conversation. And again, if you are catching the replay, you can join us live every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Green Room which is the conversation that we're having today. So I'm going to pass it on over to my co-host, and then we're going to jump into this juicy conversation about mommy issues. All right, let's do this. So I thank everybody for your patience on my technical difficulties. Um, I am Dr. Dom, and I am a licensed psychologist and college professor. All right. So let's do this with our quote of the day. As your clarity grows, you recognize sometimes it's not about releasing, but instead acknowledging what's already gone or what was never there. And that quote comes to us from Dr. Tama. And lady, if you've listened to multiple episodes, you know that Dr. Tama has been on our show a couple of times to talk about intergenerational trauma, but to also talk about mothering. So T, are we ready to to dive in as we... Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm actually curious to know, Dom, what this quote means to you, because I... 
there's part of the quote that I'm like, okay, I get this, but I think hearing someone else explain it may kind of get me to where I, where I want to be with understanding the releasing part. So what, when you hear this quote, what does it mean to you? And if you're listening live, let us know in the chat as well. What does this quote mean to you? So as I think about this quote, it feels a little, it feels complex. Like it, it feels like it captures the complexity and the nuance as it relates to this topic of mother-daughter relationships, right? That as you are processing your relationship with your mom, that as things get clearer, it may not be necessarily about letting go but more so about kind of acknowledging that something might not have ever been there, right? And I know I feel like that kind of just repeated what the quote is. So let me let me clarify even more, right? So this one is more so about digging down into your mother-daughter relationship. And maybe what you're realizing is that it's not about releasing a negative mother-daughter relationship, but perhaps part of what's needed for your healing is acknowledging that your mother, the relationship with your mom never existed in the way that you wanted it to in the first place. And so that's the piece that you have to acknowledge in order to move forward. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That makes sense. And I feel like y'all don't judge me. I feel like sometimes it takes my mind a little while. Like I, I try to think about it very deeply and intently. Like, okay, what does this mean? What does this word mean? I totally get that. That makes perfect sense, Tom. And I appreciate you sharing. Um, and I would agree with that. I think that I will personally probably need to meditate on this quote a little bit longer <laughs> to really figure out like what does this mean to me right now? But I totally get what you're saying. And for those of you listening, we have both talked about our relationships with family and our mothers on the podcast, right? We have an episode about mommy issues. We have an episode about daddy issues. So we would be covering all the ground, right? And so today, of course, we're talking about mommy issues in particular and addressing the wounds from the mother-daughter relationship. And so just for a bit of clarity's sake, me personally, I do not have a relationship with my mom today. Um, and growing up, I was raised in an abusive household and a lot of that and behavior that occurred over the past few years has impacted where I am with that relationship. And so one of the things we want to talk about is how our relationship evolves over time, like how our relationship evolves over time with our mothers, right? And maybe you did, weren't raised with your mom. It might be a mother figure, right? Or whatever woman you had in your life who was that that person, that figure, right? That prominent female figure. And so I think that for me, Dom, I feel like there were definitely moments in time where I've had a beautiful moment or beautiful periods with my mom. And I think over the years, particularly when I became of age and I turned 18 and sort of, you know, was trying to find my own independence, we definitely had some, I want to say conflict because I was in a place where I was finding myself, finding my way and... I wasn't just a little girl who just did 
anything my mom said. I, I had to find my own voice. And there were things that she may have wanted me to do that I didn't necessarily agree with. And in order for me to really transition from being that child that does everything that you know mom and daddy says to becoming a young woman where I set boundaries and where I prioritize my mental health, there was a disconnect because I don't think really my family in general was accustomed to me standing up for myself the way that I was doing. So that's one period in time where I remember there being a very clear conflict because of who I was showing up at, as as 18 or at 18. And that makes sense, right? Because there are like there are going to definitely be periods in our lives like we know that there are some some of us out there that are best friends with our mom. Even the relationships where you are best friends with your mom, there were times where there was conflict, right? And a lot of that conflict stems from each individual's evolution, right? Mm-hmm. So T, as you were talking, you were speaking to your eight, you were 18, right? You were just stepping into young adulthood. And we developmentally, you're at us at that time, you're at a space where you're not totally under the influence of your parents or authority figures anymore. And you're able to see things for yourself and maybe start to question things for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so you speaking up and speaking out at that time no matter what the level of relationship was with your mom at that moment, developmentally, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know of any 17, 18, 19-year-old that didn't have some level of conflict with their parents, mm-hmm. no, matter what the, no matter what the type of relationship was that they had. At that age, there is going to be conflict. And I think, you know, I think the important thing for us to think about in our relationships with our mom is where do things go from there, right? How do things evolve from that space? And a lot of that evolution, honestly, stems from how our mothers respond to us speaking up and speaking out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would agree with that hands down, Dom. And I think that that's just one example of a life event. I think that, you know, sometimes depending on your relationship, sometimes if you move away or you go to college, that could be another thing. If you have children yes. or if maybe you start going to therapy and you're working through some things and certain memories start to come back mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, yes. I have questions about this. Yes. Right. Or, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'll use another example. We're going we're gonna to leave it there. But as you begin to find out things about your youth and then you ask questions, that may definitely cause, that may cause a shift in the relationship, right? I think also as we become parents, right? If you choose to become a parent, that may be another situation where you, you find that these, th- these things come up. Now I see Diana who's listening live. Shout out to Diana says, this quote helps me realize I need to give my mother grace for the areas where she may have lacked the knowledge to give me what I needed. Amen to that. Yes. And that takes us to one of our next talking points, which is around compassion and realizing that 
our moms did the best they could with the tools that they had. And I know it's sometimes hard to, to, to grapple with that when, you know, especially if you've been abused or if you've had some situations that really impacted you adversely, it can be hard to understand that. But I find that the older I get done, like I remember when I was in my early twenties, my sister and I were talking, we were like, yo, that's crazy that mommy and daddy were like the age that we are now mm-hmm. with these kids. Yeah, I couldn't imagine right. having no kids at this particular age. Mm-hmm. And the girl at that point, I had a lot of compassion. Cause I was like, I've been done. I've been done set. Fuck these kids. Okay. Right. Like I wasn't mentally, I was not mentally prepared to have kids at that age. So I could only imagine what my parents were going through with the bills and managing kids and frustrations and having their own shit going on. Yes. Cause we all have our own stuff. So I think compassion is definitely key. So thank you for bringing that one up, Diana. Yeah, I think you hit it right there when you said, like, think about put yourself in their shoes, right? Like when I I had that exact point that you had, right, of putting myself in my mom's shoes at that age and thinking about the decisions that I was making at that moment. And recognizing that, wait, hold on, the decisions that I'm making only affect me, right? And, and I, you know, if we're going to be all the way real, I made some piss poor, shitty ass decisions <laughs> in, my, in my early 20s, right? And so I can't even begin to imagine what that's truly like to make those decisions when you have young children that you are responsible for, right? And so there is that level of compassion there. And I, you know, and as we're continuing to keep it real, like I will note that there were points in my life where I judged my mom, right? For decisions that she made when we were growing up. And I had to get to a space where I learned to let that go. Right. And and like we talked about, like developing that compassion and extending her grace, you know, recognizing that she made the best decision that she could. With what she had, you know, what she had going on in her life and and also part of how I was able to extend grace and compassion was acknowledging that I am in a different, more privileged space than she was at that time, at that same age, and that the times are different, right? That thing, decisions that she made at that time were based on the time period, what, based on what was acceptable and appropriate for that time period. And how I, and recognizing for me that I'm looking at her situation from a after after perspective with a for instance let's say a 2020 because that's the year we're in now I'm looking at something from 1991 with a 2021 lens that's thir- that a lot happens and changes within the times in 30 years with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go ahead, T. I see you. I see you. You're wanting to. You're wanting to say something. That part. I just want to be very transparent. I have real life going on right now, Dom. My someone just tried to Facetime me. My baby's downstairs crying with her dad. So y'all, <laughs> don't mind me. That was the face you saw of me looking like. God damn, all this stuff going on. But no, you hit the nail on the head with what you said about looking back in a 2021 lens when times were so different. I also think about our accessibility to different tools and language and how mental health now is being celebrated, yes. right? Like many of us in our community, therapy wasn't something that we did back in the day. Let's just be real. Right. Not saying this is the right way to think, but many of us in our households have heard, oh, therapy, that's for white people, right? right? And we grew up with that stigma. Now, you know, Dr. Dom's a therapist. You know, I have had many therapists and I love to go to therapy. And Dr. Dom goes to therapy too, which I think is amazing yes. because I my therapists go to therapy, go to therapy too. And I think it's incredible for us to tap into those tools. But like you said, we have, a, our world has changed drastically. I do want to state though, that, don't get it twisted. Having compassion is not absolving someone of responsibility right. and accountability, exactly. right? So they can coexist. You can have compassion for your parents, for where they were in their journey, and you can still have strong emotions about what you experienced at their hands. And that's okay, right? Exactly. I do believe that it's important to work through forgiveness, though. I think many of us have heard the saying that, you know, unforgiveness and walking around with bitterness is like taking poison and expecting someone else to be impacted by that. And so I found in my journey that forgiveness is a constant process. It is a continuous process, a lifelong process. Okay. Down there have been times where I'm like, oh, I forgave. Um, I'm good. Come on, let's move on to the next thing. And then some other stuff happens. I'm like, God damn, I got to forgive again. Yes, it it is a constant because people are human and they make mistakes. And that's part of the journey. (laughs) And part of that too is looking at what is happening because it may be that you're forgiving. You're constantly in a pattern of forgiving based on repeated behaviors, right? And so then, you know, so then our, our responsibility is to think about our own boundaries and our own needs. And that may mean that mom is not able to fulfill the needs that we have, right? And so then that would take us to our next point of, in our question of the day, what do you do? How do you fill the void when either like either you don't have your mom, 
you know, because she wasn't ever there. Or maybe your mom recently died. Or maybe your relationship, you decided that it's in your best interest to sever that relationship with your mom. And or mom is present, but she's not able to fill the need. Right. So there's a multitude of reasons why mom is why your mothering needs might not be getting met. And so, you know, our our question of the day really is how do you get that need met when your mom is not able to fulfill it? That is a fantastic question, Dom. And I've been working through that this past year as, you know, being pregnant and not being in communication with my mom and trying to protect my energy and figure out how I want to move. And I've worked through this in therapy. And I think it's a constant process of trying to figure out what ways can you fill that void. I think for me, one was finding other mother energy and figuring out, we we talked about this on our episodes too, what type of energy do I want? What does that mother energy look like in my life? And trying to cultivate that. So whether it's meditating, whether it's manifesting and really just bringing that energy into our lives, you know what I mean? And so for me, that was, you know, some of my therapists have been, they have fulfilled that, that role in some ways, as far as like providing that motherly energy. My doula has been another person that's filled some of that. It's like a community. It's like literally a village that's catering to my inner child and who I am as a woman today. So it's friends, therapy, doula, um, you, Dom, you've definitely filled that in some ways where we have our, our, our real, real yes. talk after the mm-hmm. show. <laughs> and so, um, I think it's just tapping into those places. I know at one point I was, I felt kind of bad for myself. And I remember saying to my therapist, I was like, you know what? I mean, this with all due respect and appreciation, but there's part of me that's like really frustrated that I have to pay for, I'm paying, you know, to meet with a coach and to meet with a shaman and to meet with my therapist and these amazing women. But I want to just be able to talk to, you know, a positive and and helpful like mom figure without having to pay for something. And she was like, you know what? That is one perspective for sure. And there may need to be some grieving that takes place there. But also the other perspective is you have the means to be able to bring in that energy because oftentimes we may have people in our lives, but they don't have the capacity. They literally don't even have on their shelf what we even desire. So you may be like, oh, I want my mom to be here. Well, mama don't, she, mama ain't done her work. Mama is still going through her stuff. She doesn't have what you actually desire. And it may actually be saving you from being re-traumatized because if you did have a relationship and she was, you know, there and that, cl- that close to you, it may not be good for you, right? And so I was just like, okay, that's a that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> and here's another thing that I want to add into that, right? Because I, yeah. I I think that's an excellent point of how do you of being able to mother yourself, right? Mother yes. Because yes. when we think about our evolution and development, right? Our Eventually, if we think about evolution in life in general, right, if we're blessed enough, we would get to a space where we are now the maternal mother figure, the matriarch of our family, right? And so at that point, 
like I think about my grandmother, right? My grandmother is 89 and she is the matriarch of our family. And, and so I think about like, what is that like for her to mother everyone else? And she's not necessarily, there's no one else older than her to provide mothering for her, right? So as time goes on, we do get to a space where we have to, one, mother ourselves, but then a lot of our energy would go into mothering others. Yes, that is so beautiful, Dom. And I love that you brought that point up. I see Princess has requested to speak. So Princess, we'd love to invite you in. Feel free to share any feedback, your question, or what's coming up for you as we um, have this conversation, ladies. So we'll let you chat for a couple of minutes and then we'll go ahead and resume our conversation. Hey lady, it's Terry here. Okay, so I'm interrupting the conversation quickly because we had some serious technical difficulties on the day that we recorded this episode. Now, out of all the days that this would happen, this was a particular day where we had an amazing visitor in our green room conversation named Princess. And Princess was brave and bold enough to share her story about her and her mom. It was so inspiring. It was so real and raw. And we were like, oh my gosh, we got to add this into the episode. Of course, we went back and the recording did not play. So what you're listening to right now is our backup file however it only captured me and dom's voice uh so basically princess shared her story about her mom and her mom passed away and they had a rough relationship when she was alive princess said that her mom basically i want to say chose men in relationships over her children and so she wasn't in a very good space with her mom and she talked about how she was really struggling with uh, I guess having compassion for her mom because she really wanted to hold her mom accountable. She didn't understand how her mom could have these children and have the resources to take care of them, but choose not to. So it's kind of the gist of what Princess shared. Princess, girl, if you're listening, technology was not our friend this day, but we again want to thank you so much for sharing. And all right, lady, hopefully that gives you enough context. So we're going to hop back into the live conversation, but we just wanted to let you know what went down so that you wouldn't be confused. So princess, so princess, yes, I, you know, in the interest of time, I, I want to be mindful of everything that you're sharing and then also mindful of our time limit for this show. And so I, I want to extend a lot of grace and compassion to you for being willing to speak up and share such a vulnerable story with us. And I also want to encourage you to make sure that you are getting the support that you need. And, and so, and also thinking about just for all of us in general, I want us to remember that, our who we are ourselves ourself is what's most important right and recognizing that as we navigate difficult situations particularly with our moms 
you know, we, I will speak for Terry and say that we want to be clear that while we strive to be compassionate individuals, there are certain situations where we know compassion is not going to be extended and that is okay. And we also acknowledge that everyone has their own process for healing. And we hope that any of you who are listening that continue to have complex relationships with your mom will reach out and get the support that you need to navigate those situations. Is there anything that you want to add before we wrap up? I just wanted to thank Princess again for sharing because that was definitely, there are many layers to that story. And I think there are so many women that resonate with that. And I wish we had time to dive in deeper. I'm like, we, when we have our virtual conference, you're going to have to come through because we need to have a deep dive into these conversations because it happens so much. Many of us, I, I know that maybe as you listen, you probably have friends who've experienced that, right? And I, I'm with you in, in regards to what you said about having compassion, but also you know, not excusing the behavior, you know, so I think there are so many layers. I think that what's been most helpful for me is realizing that, you know, giving myself grace and realizing that this is, in most cases, a lifelong process. I think sometimes, you know, people, I've had friends that think that, you know, if something, you know, if their parent were not to be here, it would make things easier. But we're really, those are our parents and we've had, we have those experiences for life. And I think that we will potentially be working through this stuff for life, right? And so I just want to thank you again, Princess, for sharing. And I hope that you, as you listen to this episode, lady, you tap into our other episodes because we have more episodes that we have a lot of episodes about mommy issues, daddy issues, narcissistic parents, where we've had experts come in and they share their feedback and healing strategies on how we can move past and move through these situations. And so we just hope that you all will check that out. And if you stay tuned until the end, we would love for you to go to our Instagram. So many of you did this last week. It was so cool to be able to see. Now we got our little insider going on. Go to our Instagram and drop a green circle to let us know that you tuned into the green room session. And if you want to add feedback, that, that works as well. But go to our Instagram at Herspace Podcast and drop that green circle. And we'll be here next week. Same time, same place, every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. What's that? 4.30 p.m. Eastern yes. time. Anything else on you, Dom? No. Again, thank you all for tuning in. And check us out next week. See you next week, lady. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.